everybody. Welcome to Happy Horror Time. This is episode two. If you listen to the first one, you are awesome. So, you know, I hate to be one of those people, but um, write on um, iTunes what you think. Five stars. Oh, <laughs> I hate people like that. So anyways, I had so much fun doing the podcast. And um, oh, by the way, um, I wanted to share that if if you like, if you prefer the visual medium of YouTube, I'm on YouTube and the people that I interview on Happy Horror Time are Melanie Kinnaman from Friday 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Yay! Yeah. And Russell Todd from Friday 13th Part 2 and Chopping Mall. Jeffrey Riddick, um, who created uh, Final Destination and Peter Brackey, who did... Um, uh crystal like memories Ow! and um who else i know it oh and um john fleming of dante's cove Ow. i know right um anyway so just side note if you like visual mediums instead of just driving around your car listening to podcasts like an old person but i mean you're not you're young and hip millennial <laughs> um so i had so much fun on my first podcast i invited back original guest uh, matt emmert and we hey matt um so we're here to talk about well very very like new netflix movies we've got two on our agenda today the newest yes oh welcome matt hey matt how are you oh hi tim thank you so much for having me back of Actually, course. no it was a, a lot of fun and what i loved about the first one was like how easy it was to talk for 45 minutes. <laughs> right? Because we're chatterboxes. Like, remember those Mr. Books, those little chatterbox books? And then I was telling Tim when I listened to myself back, I was like, gay. Do I, do I <laughs> other than sounding really gay, do I sound too opinionated? And Tim was like, no, that's what people want. Yeah, like, I guess yeah. if I was like, oh, I whatever. Let me just p- tell you off the bat. Okay. I don't feel that. <laughs> let me just tell you off. Let me just tell you off. You're an asshole. <laughs> um, just kidding. Don't cuss. Um, no, I don't feel that strongly about anything. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, that's I know, my opinion. I, I told like, Tim, I said, you be good cop, I'll be bad cop. So like, no, yeah, I mean, my, my opinions are maybe a little bit harsher than Tim's. Right. But hey. Well, because let me just say, let me just state this. It is hard to write a movie. It's oh. hard to make a movie. It is hard to put anything out there. So it's like, how can I really diss someone who got something accomplished? No, and I agree. Because you know what I've accomplished? The, a podcast. But you know what? The easiest thing is to trash talk something. Right, right. Anybody can say shit about something else, but not anybody can put the time and effort and money and yeah. dedication into actually getting a movie made. And it's something Tim and I have talked about many times. It's like, you know, it's, it's easy to sit here and say like, oh, this sucks, but we didn't take the time to put it no. together or or. But here's funding. where I can diss something. If it's like a money grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, oh, I feel betrayed. Because, you know, like, I'm really enthusiastic about Friday 13th. And, like, when they, like, oh, we're going to make the 2009 one. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was really, really good. Well, okay. I don't, that's That was a lot of release. Oh. But, um, I thought it was real. I would give it two to three release. No, I actually, Travis one of Van the, Winkle. Woo-hoo. One of the only remakes I was really impressed with. So I would oh. I would give it two to three oh. release. Oh, yeah. okay. I love to give people release. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there's sometimes, the, as you know, some movies are strictly made for box office. Yeah. They're uh-huh. not made for artistic purposes. That's true. And Tim and I are very dedicated to doing things for artistic the purposes. The arts. The arts, yes. Support the arts, everyone. Support the arts. Am mm-hmm. I right? Um, I'm right. Yeah, you are. Okay, so the first movie you can, everyone can see because I would be shocked if anyone did not have 
Netflix. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, Remember when Netflix sent actual DVDs out, yeah. by the way? Like, that was a blast from the past because I was just thinking about that. Like, when you would get a Netflix DVD in the mail and you're like, oh, I, I can have it for two it. days and then I have to. Send. You never did Netflix I like know. that? No, I wasn't hip to that. No, but you're hip to streaming Netflix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are you hip to be square? Of course. I'm probably, <laughs> I'm very square. Okay, sorry. Um, go on. Okay, no, it's okay. That's okay. So, um, before we get started, today is National Coming Out Day. Are you, yeah. have you, are you out? out? Are you no you know what it's yes obviously i'm out um i've been out for um 15 and a half years i don't don't want to take the podcast up no no but like uh well put it in a nutshell yeah um, but if it's boring just don't bother it it is (laughs) what i what i will say is i i feel like you know i i kind of I came out in many, many different ways, like uh, through email to people in oh, person, wow. talking and stuff. But I think it's great to have a day dedicated to this. I think mm-hmm. it's really important that people come out. I didn't share my story on Facebook. because I did there not was, either, but I loved reading them. I did. I did. And I think it's important that people share them and people talk about it. And hopefully more people in Hollywood, more people in sports, more people in politics will come out. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be on National Coming Out Day. Like every day should be National Coming Out Day because it right. shouldn't have to I be such Ma- a big deal. I was March deal. 2nd. Mine was February something. Oh, Isn't my that God. crazy that people get, remember that? Do you get like signs for, you know, like there's signs for your birthday? There's signs yeah, for coming out Yeah, I'm an out Aries. Day? I'm an Aries. Yeah, but, well, I'm a Scorpio, but like my my coming out sign is oh, like. Oh, I know. Do you know I what I mean? even like, believe it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, what else? But it is National Coming Out Day. Yeah. So it is, even though this won't come out on National Coming Out no. Day. How many times can we say coming out in one sentence? <sighs> a lot. We want everyone to, if anyone come out, this podcast, come out. just come out. <laughs> yeah. We're like, tired of you being so secret and come out in support of tim's tom podcast by rating it on itunes yeah five stars (laughs) five stars five stars and if you're not going to rate it five stars just like maybe not rate it or something yourself i've had it or go f yourself i love that you censored yourself by saying yeah i'm not cussing i said asshole before there could be a 15 year old out there listening to this and they don't need to hear this 15 year olds don't use they don't they're i did not i didn't start cussing come on 22 i was cussing since i was like born you're sick my first word was don't say it was don't say it oh, okay cute. <laughs> okay okay but anyway enough okay, yeah, okay. Come, do we want to talk more about coming out I no, feel no no like, no nah, I think we, like, okay my real topic. quick here's mine real quick mine's two sentences He's i came out. out i came out um on april fool's day to my mom and my mom was like april fool question mark i was like no and then i was like tell dad <laughs> wow i know the end okay now let's get okay, real so now back to netflix yeah th- so now back to netflix okay so the movie that we're going to be talking about today, uh, we're going to be talking about first, many things. Yeah. First, this is our first one. We we got together on the couch. A beautiful couch. Beautiful. I'm very. I'm sitting on it now. It's very comfortable. Um, we watched Netflix, Cult of Chucky. Okay, so <laughs> it's the seventh in the series. Um, Matt, what's your first thought? First word that comes to your head when you think of the movie? Go. <sighs> No, I'm gonna sound like such an asshole. It's okay. Uh, trash. <laughs> you know. No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 why, no. I could no. see why you'd think that. No, no, no. Let me change that. I uh, actually, I loved the first um, cult of uh, first cult of Chuck. There was only one. <laughs> There's seven cult of Chuck. No, I love. No, no, no. The no, original. I thought um, Child's Play the original is great. I love the second one with I Elise. Love the ne- one. I mean, no, not Elise Neal. No, Elise, Elise Neal's Neal. in Scream Two. Whoops. No, 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 no. no um, um, Kyle, what? 
No, no, no. The, the blonde girl from um, Beverly Hills 90210. Emily Valentine. Emily Valentine. What's her actress? Oh, shit. I should oh, know this. Okay. And I actually even really liked uh, Child's Play 3. I, and and took Bride, place of, Ch- Bride in, of Chucky was yes. good. Yes. Well, wait. Pa- put a pause on that. So in Child's Play 3, Justin Whalen is at the military school. In, exactly. Right. And he guest starred on Blossom. Side note. Go And ahead. he was in Serial Mom. True. Masturbating under the under the blanket when he got walked in on by uh, Kathleen Turner. You know what? I do vaguely remember, remember that. I, yes, yes, of yes. Of course. Every young gay man remembers that scene. Yeah. Justin Whalen, where are you? If you're listening to the podcast, tweet we, me. Yeah. Oh, and Twitter. I don't do Twitter, but just like tweet you Tim. You don't do tweet? You don't I, do tweet. I don't. I only like select few times. Oh, okay. But anyway, what I was going to say yeah. is that um, I haven't seen Seed of Chucky or curse of chucky because i i guess i had my chucky fill but um i tim had told me about cult of chucky we watched it uh, i mean no i i should change what i said at first like there were like visually for a chucky movie beautiful. i actually thought it was beautiful like the we like the like, like the, the landscapes in the snow and like the the hospital so it's like hey cinematographer for cult of chucky everyone was a plus. white and gray which i thought was a very colorful choice yeah i mean no, yeah. Not, i'm not being i'm not being you know a you know, no, no. i'm being like it's a really good choice no and then so i guess i'll start with the positives i'm um, fiona dorf great actress i agree very impressed like you know they're not a huge amount of really 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 talented actresses in straight to netflix horror movies i feel like and she you can tell like this is an all-around good actress and it's really cool that she is the daughter of the voice of chucky so brad. that's cool right is there his name brad yeah yeah brad dorf yeah mm-hmm. um um but like the story it didn't feel like a normal chucky movie it it felt like it just it just got it got crazy it was brutal and i just stopped caring do you know what um, i mean i thought it had a really good start but you know here's here's what i think it had going for it you know it's we're up to the 7th film like oh, what do you do then that already hasn't been done and i think it's people it's like people love to be comfortable and be like, Oh, we're going to see this. And this is what we want out of it. So I do admire the filmmakers for trying something new. Oh, and side note, Don Mancini is a gay guy who created Chucky and he's worked on all of them since for 30 years. So great. great and he's great. totally listening. I know. So now uh, Don Mancini thinks I'm an asshole. No, no, like, no I think you're right. I, I think you're right. Like, first off to have a, a series that endures through that many movies again, 30 years. I can, I can, I can say shit about it, but he's the one who's continuing to, create these yeah. movies and that deserves respect and, and admiration like, granted, the other films got a theatrical release and this got Nothing. netflix <laughs> but no, netflix is the wave of the future so i hope he doesn't think like you know i was about to say minor leagues because i've talked very much in baseball major, terms i know i know no but like there's major league and minor leagues right yeah. okay so it's like being on netflix is not like minor leagues i mean like getting a movie out there is a huge accomplishment no it is i mean <laughs> we're, t- we're like as we sugar <laughs> how much sugar can we throw on this no i mean the truth is is that uh, what i will say though tim is that um remember you were saying like you always want to have something new like sometimes when it comes to the chucky movies why can't they just do more of the same people who watch these movies already have to be okay with the fact that a doll is a killer which right away you're gonna lose a lot of people right there so if you're okay with that and you're okay with the one-liners and like the cheesy type of things and like the dolls having sex with each other which i missed from this one which i enjoyed in bride of chucky yes nick Um, stabali Oh, no, he wasn't one of the dolls, but no, he was a hot guy. He was a hot guy, he, yeah. guy in that 
particular film. But this about? one, I just um, I remember when I felt like it was promising when they were starting to um like get more and more people under the spell of Chuck and I was like, okay, I get the cult thing. Then there were like oh, the we multiple. Should, we should um spoiler alert. We're just gonna give away the ending. So if you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna watch it. Sorry. Yeah, I mean it's not like the crazy, <laughs> but like um, I I I think the multiple Chuckies. I didn't I mean, mind that that each had different hairstyles. Right. Like, well, that weird. I kind of liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess obviously, so you can tell them apart. I um. So I, the I ending, I will say. Oh, and by the way, they got the original Andy from. Yeah, that's cool. From the original Child's Play of nineteen eighty, he was like a kid, and now he's like an adult. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> funny how that happens, I mean, huh? Life happens. No, no, no. I mean, but what I uh uh here's a question: Why didn't he do Chucky three? Well, I think because it was like in ninety one, because the last one was in ninety, so and they couldn't age him to be a teenager. Oh, they oh, okay. Like they he was still on. like. Pre-teen. Well, let's just say that the actor playing Andy is very thankful for the series because yeah, yeah. it gives him a regular paycheck. Later. And he is a good character, but it, but um and and again, Fiona Dorf's character who was so memorable, I can't remember her name in it. But oh, um, uh, I should remember, but I don't. Yeah, but again, <laughs> those are the things that stood out. the The scenery, the cinematography was really cool. Fiona Dorf was a great, great actress. The special effects weren't bad. I mean, like puppetry. I'm all about puppetry much more than CGI. Don't give me CGI. Yeah. Don't give it to me. I, I guess I feel like I would put this movie or its fan, it, this movie in two categories. If you're a fan of the Chucky series, then you should definitely see this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then you're going to probably love it. If, if you're, you're a, a fan casual of this, viewer. That's the thing. And that's the thing. I've never know. been, even though I said I liked the first three movies, I kind of had given up on the Chucky series. So, Yes, I may not be the best person to give an opinion of just like as a, a true Chucky fan, but so true Chucky fans definitely see it. You'll like it. People that just like horror that may be like whatever, like fair weathered about Chucky, may, probably aren't going to like it that much. Uh, be I mean, on, be I, I'll give it my stamp of approval because I love parts <laughs> two and three because as a kid, like I grew up on such a double dose of it. Like I'd watch it over and over and over and over. Wait, you give this movie your stamp of approval or the series? Cause I'll <sighs> give the series my stamp of approval. If you're nostalgic for two and three, even the first one, I don't, I keep, I don't know why I'm forgetting that one. I just thought <laughs> the first <laughs> one's great. Catherine Hicks. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and, um, the, seventh yeah, heaven. I will say, yeah, I love seventh heaven. Um, I will say the, the last ones with Jennifer Tilly got so jokey. Oh, yeah, with Bride of Chucky. Actually, Bride of Chucky is pretty good. Okay, Seed of Chucky, uh, I guess, is the one point where I'm just kind of like. Mm. Well, that's where I stopped watching. Like because I actually I, I liked paid bro- I, opening oh. night. Yikes! I know. Uh, I I liked. I mean, the dolls like having sex and then procreating. That's a little much. But yeah. but I had a like, lot of questions. Exactly. But <laughs> so I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe I would have liked Seed or 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 Curse, but Cult. Oh, Curse. You know, not bad. But I will say it was kind of written like a play. I mean, I don't know how they could have done it as a play, but oh. there were certain scenes that I was like, oh, it seems like a play. But do you agree? But I mean, how would you rank Cult of Chucky as compared to the first three Child's Play? I mean, you agree they're n- not as good, right? Um, it's, it's so hard to get Tim to to say an don't, honest negative response. To no, here's the thing. It was just it was a different time. We're live, we live in a Netflix. Tim, time. you need to run for poli- You're for office. I know. Just call me Mike Pence. Oof. Oh, I know. Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Call, but you know what? I hope to have hair like him. Oh. Yeah, and then just, look like the Crypt Keeper. I think Mike well, Pence is a horror movie right there. But I know. I mean, like, they're, yeah. they're both horrible. Even but I mean, so would you say that Cult of Chucky was better than any of the first three Chucky's? Honest answer, Tom. Uh, no. Exactly. But you know what? I saw it. 
<laughs> I liked it. And that's Such, it. You're a, you are a true <laughs> right, politician. Moving on. Our next game. No, our next game. Our next game. Our is next Carol game Murray. is. Uh, okay, we're going to do the another Netflix movie that. Which I think it could have gotten a theatrical release. Yeah, I'm surprised considering. Well, like, Stephen King's hot right now with that it. You mean shh it. Oh, my. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm kidding because I, I loved, loved it. I just like oh, saying shh. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Uh, I thought hey, it was love- good. <gasps> you didn't love it? Well, here's the thing. I thought it was good, but I thought the adults and the bullies were scarier than the clown. Really? Yeah, I didn't think the clown was scary. Uh, this I was is like, what oh. I will say about it. I know that wasn't one of our uh, movies to talk no, about here. Off topic. Because it's a little out- outdated, but um, well, not maybe a month, but um, no, it wasn't terrifying. And no. so, if people are expecting it to be as terrifying as they tried to advertise it was, then it's going to fall short. But as a movie in general, it was great and why i think that is because it was heartfelt you cared about all the characters it was funny it was scary also i mean like creepy um so i think all as an all-around movie it succeeded if it, you're judging on like pure fright value yeah maybe it fell short but be, i just enjoyed it as an overarch like an overall movie and that's i think what impressed me because you don't always go into horror movies thinking like you're gonna fall in love with the characters or you're gonna right. laugh no, and Stephen, feel it's Stephen heartfelt. king is very good at creating characters that you care for like i love drew barrymore and um firestarter and i love sleepwalkers <laughs> i mean i I uh, I was about to say I love it. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously the original series and like the Stand and Carrie. Oh, I and love Christine. Car- you know what? I like the and- remake of Carrie. Oh, I know. I, uh, I like know. the original care. But anyway, we're talking yes, about yes, yes, yes. Gerald's game, yes. which I haven't read the book, but I'll always remember as a teenager, my mom telling me the story of the book. And my mom's a good storyteller because like the way she told it, it just sounded like terrifying. This woman is like stuck and handcuffed to the bed as her husband had a heart attack. Wait, we and- should back up. Oh, uh, I mean, just like get brief synopsis. So she, Carla Gucciano. Carla Gugino. Gugino. Oh, by the way, fun fact. Um, I was on a kickball team and it was Treat Beverly Hills and she was in Treat Beverly Hills. But instead of ki- picking her character's name, I picked Carla. How do we say her last name? Gugino. Okay. And I spelled Gugino. it wrong. And for the whole season, I'm wearing a shirt that with the Carla Gugino's. More, more. Well, first off, you can't even fucking can't say even, her I name. I can't say so, her name. I mean, <laughs> and, but I'm running around playing kickball. I'm shocked you spelled with, it wrong. I, I, whoever got my shirt. We'll, we should have should have yeah. should have checked should have checked or maybe it was um, me uh, who knows other fun fact Carla Gugino was yes. in son-in-law with Pauly Shore yeah, I love her I think she's a great actress so when I when yeah. I saw that she was in it I, I really wanted to see it and along so, with Henry Thomas from E.T. Phone Home and Psycho for the beginning with and Olivia just Hussey. Wa- just so you know, we don't have IMDb in- sitting in front we of us. We aren't. We're actually just like saying this off the cuff. We right. just know so much. <laughs> I, let me just say this. I'm a genius. We are just so smart. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, okay. So yeah. you were giving us oh, an yeah, yeah. So they go up there to rekindle the magic of their broken marriage. Is that right? Like they're they're That's, trying to... Yeah. yeah. So poetic of well, you. Well, you know, I'm they're trying rekindling to set the it magic up. of their yeah. They're going so, to try to have sex again right, and get but, some okay. fire in the relationship. Right, but okay. So as soon as he did bring out the handcuffs to like, to, so he one one arm to this side of the bed and then one arm to the other side, and then he gets a heart attack. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and the <laughs> perfect down, timing. She's like, ugh. And that, remember, not to mention they're in a cabin in the middle of the woods, like with n- no neighbors they close do by. Leave and- the door open, which is. 
I get Well, I think they, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't usually have sex with the door. Like, I think no. they think they don't have any neighbor. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a little weird, but they, uh, yeah, it was just set up and whatever. Right. But yeah, so she's stuck, handcuffed to a bed in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Her husband is dead on the floor. There's a dog, but it's like, I, I didn't know. Was that a coyote or I a dog? I don't know. It could have been a coyote or a werewolf. A werewolf. Or a werewolf. Okay. <laughs> or so now, uh, a turtle. <laughs> so um, then we go to an episode of Teen Wolf. No, right. Uh, <laughs> no, there's like a dog that's obviously starving, and then it starts to like... She feeds it, so we're supposed to say, like, okay, she's got a heart. Exactly, right. but she feeds it. She makes the mistake of feeding it raw meat, so now it's craving $200 raw meat. $200 raw meat, oh, yeah, but her yeah. husband was not happy husband about. makes sure it's known that it's... Mm-hmm. But then, when I guess, and I actually would love to look this up, would dogs, like, I guess, domesticated dogs, start eating a person if they were just... Well, I guess if they were dead and started to smell, maybe, oh, but... So, going back, she, like, kind of... Does she kick him off the bed? Or I don't think he... Did she want him to fall off no, the bed? No, he falls off the bed. Oh, okay, so then the dog thing. wanders in because, like, time goes by. She can't get out off the bed, which is terrifying in itself. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, well, and then, but just to, to move forward on this, the, the book and the movie, and I haven't read the book, but just from hearing about I it. I definitely um, didn't read um, the book. It, like, it, because you can't have an entire, I guess, book or movie with just one character there, she starts to imagine what A, her dead husband would say to her in this situation, oh, and clever. B, what she, like another side of herself, a stronger, more confident, because she's kind of a little bit of a weaker, like subservient woman is what I got yeah, the I idea from. Yeah. And then there's like a part of her, I guess, um, imagination that's her as a much more confident, strong woman. And her, but then it it also goes into her past where she was molested by her father when she Played was a kid. By, I almost said Henry Winkler, but it's Henry Henry Thomas, yeah, yeah. from ET. <laughs> but I mean, but it's setting it's all setting the scene for the fact that she's let like men, her father, her um, husband, walk all over her and just been kind of weak. And now she really, I mean, if she's going to survive, she has to figure a way out of this. Right. But um, I will say this, like my thoughts on the movie overall, like as a horror movie. Wait, put it oh, pause. No, I was just gonna say <laughs> jumping right in. I just want to jump right in, but like, didn't it remind you of Dolores Claiborne? Isn't that like Jennifer Jason Lee is molested by her dad? Yes, yeah. I mean, same writer, right? Dolores yeah. Claiborne. So is same, I feel yeah. like Stephen, Stephen King, King was like, you know what? Let me try this one more time. Yeah. I didn't but quite get it right. Little different. Little different. <laughs> well, I, I will say this. Like, I mean, like it, it didn't. I. It, I uh, I liked the movie. I thought it was very intense. Yeah. I don't know if I liked it as a horror movie. No, it, I felt like, like it was a, I don't want to say psychological thriller because it wasn't thrilling. It wasn't. There, there is the one terrifying no. thing. And I think what terrified me as a kid when my mom told me about it, because apparently my mom liked to tell me about scary things when I was right. a kid. She's like, which hey, is probably, I'm going to tell you this horrible story. Yeah. Good night. Is the man, the Moonlight yes. Man or whatever, who sneaks in. So first off, they've cast the giant from Twin Peaks and any Twin Peaks uh, watchers out there know like he's huge, he's got a big head, but they've even made him look even freakier. And they did and, it in a way like with with the lighting. I actually yeah. thought I was dreaming and I hate well, when people talk about Because dreams. it's like, it's, so basically to set the scene, it's nighttime, she's handcuffed to the bed. So imagine it as helpless as you feel when you're handcuffed. And then there's this, even saying it gives me the chills like there's a creepy tall weird looking guy standing in the corner of your room in the dark staring at you he's yes, just staring I and that is 100%. one of the most terrifying things ever having someone just watching you and you're so helpless that you can't do anything and so those scenes the way they did them in the movie I thought were re- I wish they did more of those in the movie but I think there was so much story to cover they couldn't just focus on like the fright aspect I you know? agree like that was you know what 
if it did just have that one scare, I think it did its job because it leaves you with something like when you're done with the movie and you walk away and live your life, that will be the <laughs> one scene that sticks out. Oh my God. I went to bed after watching. I just was thinking like, because first off, your mind plays tricks on you in the dark anyway, and you can always think that you are seeing someone in the corner. Right. And really, so, it's just a jacket hanging on your wall. In your bedroom. Because yeah. Because you hang jackets on the yes, wall. Yes, I do. Bedroom. I've got hooks. <laughs> you got I've hooks. got lots of hooks. Hooks. <laughs> but like, um, but that whole aspect was scary. But did you feel like, Tim, like the movie had, it's like different parts of it. It's like her, her childhood and how it turned her into who she was. Then there was a scary man who was there watching her. Then there was like, how is she going to survive? So it was like a lot to all put together into one movie. Yeah, I felt like there was like three different movies going on, <laughs> which was fun. But I was like, okay, are we just going to have like, you know, her fighting the dog, like Cujo? You know, like I was yeah. like, because if you think about it, it's all Stephen King's movies in a blender. And then it wraps up in 15 minutes with a 15 minute voiceover yeah and that's what i would say was the weakest part like well first off and for anybody who's squeamish or whatever the part and i whatever spoiler spoiler the part of her getting out of the handcuffs is incredibly gory it is like but it was cgi it was cgi i don't know how you film that yeah i mean i don't think you could do but it's like i mean put saw to shame that or no or yeah. more just in line with saw yeah like i felt nauseous after watching that i didn't feel nauseous oh i but i was just <laughs> I eating pasta fine. and ripping my hands no off it was it was absolutely disgusting but you know the part that really got me in addition to her ripping her hand off is like she's starving <laughs> She's yeah. thirsty. Like how? How do you thirsty. funk? She's thirsty for sex. Yeah. No. Um. She's thirsty in the sense like she doesn't drink anything. We don't know how many <laughs> days she was there. Uh, yeah, I guess four? It just seemed like three, four. Yeah, that's. I, mean, what I, I don't thought. know how long you can go. Without she. Water. I mean, like, but um, but getting into the end part. Yeah, it was. I felt like the end was a cop out, but at the same time, I understand it because what happened was they need to cover like the whole ending in a certain amount of time and it's like well how can we do this a uh, voiceover you know yeah. it's like it's it was like, like they have it was a like huge, a, probably had like four chapters to cover and oh god we don't have enough time so just like throw a voiceover in yeah. and we'll do it was it. like you know how they have voiceovers like on sex and the city yeah this one just lasted minutes. 15 minutes yeah exactly <laughs> and so that's why and it totally took you out of like if it had ended with like when she's driving away and thinks she's well and driving away right. um that would have been a good ending yeah. but then it's like yeah, it then was she too walked much into the over. courtroom, and I was like, "What?" Well, the? that's the thing, and it was like then it was like a all like a female empowerment type of story, which I'm all for, but like that also took away from the horror aspect. So again, that's why I wouldn't even yeah. classify this as a horror no. movie. So basically, we it's called Happy Horror Time, but we did <laughs> we a movie did. that was not a horror movie, <laughs> but yeah, from a horror writer, though. right, right, right. And that's that's the thing though. But I was so excited to watch it because I'd heard about it, and you know, yeah, like you said, Stephen King but is hot. Right I'm now. glad I watched it, and if and I do recommend it for people that because it's 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 filmed really dreamy. Yeah, and I well, first off, the acting is great. She's amazing. And and so is her husband, and so is Henry Thomas. Is creepy guy. Aren't you guy. curious about the age um, difference between Carla and that guy? You know why I think I think Carla's older than we think she is. I think she's my she, age. because I I think she's like really because she looks amazing. She does, but like she's been around for a while. So unless no, she's been doing she's been movies working, since I mean, she was a teenager. When was Troop Beverly Hills eighty eight? That was thirty years ago. And was she a troop leader or a troop member? She was a troop member. Oh, she was a kid. Yeah, she was a kid, kid. She's still got to be in her late 40s. Gotta She's, be. I think, yeah. But her husband right. must have been late 50s, early 60s. That sounds right. But you know what? People date older, younger. 
Hey. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I mean, for the act, I mean, I would definitely, I mean, uh, not that we should be matching movies up against each other, but no. I would recommend it. If you're going to go for a Netflix movie, I'd probably recommend it over Cult of Chucky, unless you're a diehard Chucky fan. If you like Stephen King, if you've read it, you definitely should see it. If, if you drunk, like Stephen King, watch Cult of Chucky. If you're sober, watch Gerald's exactly. Game. And if you're stoned, watch Gerald's Game, because then you'll really freak out at the yeah, shadowy I parts. don't do that. But I'm judging you if you Tim do. has a joint in his hand right now. Listen, Just kidding, though. It's a long no, day. But so that's what I would say. But like, I mean, but two very different movies. Yeah. <laughs> so our last film that we're going to talk about is on sci-fi. I think it's probably ping, ping, it's playing ping. all month on the sci-fi. And, and you know, my friend, Tommy, oh gosh, Tommy Hudson, Hootston. Uh, Houston Huston. Houston Houston. I can't pronounce names. It's like Houston Street in New York, but it's right. spelled Houston. Right. Okay, so he wrote this movie called Truth or Dare. It's on the Sci-Fi Network, and I thought it was really good. So here's this is totally sounding like we're sucking up because I know, we know the person. I know. No, because I was true. just about to say, I, and, and Tim and I haven't even talked about it, so we were saving it for the podcast, but I was really impressed, too. It was great. Really impressed. First off, can't believe I, I don't think I've ever seen a better movie on sci-fi. We're talking about the channel that shows like the gorilla platypus shark versus or, the um, something tarantula something. avalanche or, tarantula no, avalanche yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but sci-fi. But quick side note to Channel Zero No End House, which is a TV horror series, which you should definitely check out because it's really freaky and really good, and it's on sci-fi. But apparently, sci-fi is now investing in doing more horror, which great, yeah. great job. But um, Tim and told me about this movie, I and I watched it. I was lucky enough to see it with Tommy, the writer, and the name drop, name drop, name reading. drop. I don't want to talk. about Well, it. funny enough, the first thing I noticed, and I told Tim from it, it was like, oh my god, the girl from Sharknado is in it because like my favorite character in all the Sharknado movies, um, who um plays Nova. I don't know what her name is. Something Sarah Cassandra Cerebo, oh. something whatever. She's in, it and I love her. So I was like, okay, cool. And then I looked, and there was a, a couple hot guys in there the movie. There were two so, hot guys. There was a blonde and a dark-haired one. And a dark guy. They were both hot. They covered but all. But I'm and we're forgetting effing <gasps> Heather Langenkamp yes. is in it. And Nightmare Dan, on Elm Donna Street. Boone. Her name is Donna. Donna Boone. No, she. Which I, I mean, loved that they named her Donna Boone. I mean, just like Heather Langenkamp is in it, sold already. Yeah. But, I watched it. I was really, really impressed. I will say this. The last 30 minutes are incredibly gory and definitely not for the squeamish. Like, I mean, if, if like, it is really, really uncomfortable to watch. It is so uncomfortable. But you know what? I think that's what movies are for, to make you feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And just to give the quick synopsis of it, well, first off, for a movie like this, what I will say is you do have to suspend disbelief. I mean, if no, you don't you believe know, in supernatural, I agree, I agree. obviously you're not like, going to believe in this. Tommy and whoever the um, other writer is, I should know, but I don't. Um, You're like, I only know the one who has my friend. <laughs> I only friend. know the one that talks to me. Um, <laughs> so um, he, like, there was a point where it was like, well, why don't they just leave the house? Because, oh, little quick setup. They go to this um, old mansion like where. Like 10 college students. I don't think friends. there's 10. Is there 10? Seven. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> numbers, numbers. Um, and so, like, in back in 83, did it say 83? Uh, but I don't remember. Oh, that. okay. Back when Donna Boone was there, <laughs> Donna Boone, Donna Boone, aka Heather Langenkamp. Oh, if you if you don't want to hear spoilers, turn this thing off. If you don't want to hear spoilers, then why even listen? Whatever. To this? So they go to this house and they okay they. I don't think they start playing truth or oh yeah they play truth or dare yeah and like but if you don't do the dare. 
the, the dare, dare does you. you. And I was like, okay, so if the dare is like to have sex with someone, does that mean if you don't do it, then they have sex with you? Because sold. No. Right. Um, I'd be yeah. like writing, you know, like, oh my God, Channing Tatum. And all of a sudden he's there. Look, I dare you to have sex with Channing Tatum. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. He's going to have sex with you. <laughs> no. Um, no, no, but this is where the movie, like for me, like really got me is when they were boarded in. Okay, so they can't get out. And then their cell phones don't work. Okay, well, so... Well, just to, but to, to back up, to, to tell our... I was going to yeah, tell no, the audience... Yeah, don't tell me. Is that, just so you know, obviously, there's it's a supernatural... It's like a demon or whatever supernatural presence that's controlling this. So, meaning, they don't have a choice. Like, the dares are being... Like, they start, and it's going to be a, a normal truth or dare game where they're going to write things on papers. But literally, after the first dare, they realize that everything that on the papers was not written by them. And then things like the dare start showing up on walls, on mirrors, and it gives them a time amount. And if they don't finish in that time... Like, it says, like, two minutes. The or, dare does them, and yeah. it also usually results in their death. Yeah, so, <laughs> so good luck. Yeah, exactly. So it's... It's but it's such a really it's a great idea yeah. because I mean obviously truth I've or dare never, isn't, I've never a, seen isn't that. I mean it kind of reminded me of Final Destination but it didn't have the like time limit on it. Well, it reminded me of a combination of Final Destination with if you ever saw the movie Would You Rather with Britney Snow, which I also thought was really good actually. I love Britney a Snow. little bit like that, yeah, Pitch Perfect Britney Snow mm, Prom um, Night remake yeah, exactly. You but um, Would You Rather was really great, so check that out because that's on Netflix too. But it reminded me of a combination, but the idea that they took Truth or Dare and they gave it like a horror supernatural twist was really cool. Um, the dares were really cool and crazy and like just gross. so unbelievably gross. And um, the character, I actually will say this, like it's not that there was any character that I was like so in love with or whatever, but the acting I think was really yes, good. Like the they two, really seemed well, traumatized. Um, the two main girls, the two main girls were so good. They were, I mean, they're I having to, to do, I wanted them to succeed. Well, but so then we got to talk about the ending because, and it, whatever, it's spoiler. a lot to unpack, but let's it, do it. Okay. So it's down to the last two girls, Sharknado girl and other girl. Yeah. And <laughs> um, yeah, and like the last dare says like kill her, which okay. Uh, and they're in a car because they're trying to take them. She, she's trying to take one her friend to the hospital because she, well, the dare before she had to cut off her leg, which is which they did they show it on Sci-Fi. I mean, they just showed her like going ah, and going crazy and like like just hacking. But at did you it. see it like the like the leg drop? I did see the leg okay, drop. So, I didn't okay, see, you yeah. saw the same version. I but did. like, yeah, but I will say, yeah, they did. Yeah, the excruciating pain because you know how like when you see movies, but the, you see you an know, appendage I it was get worse cut than off. Saw is it worse than Saw? Because I actually it's, cared about these two girls, and I think in the movie Saw, the the, the characters are introduced too quickly that well, I'm like, I don't. Care. What I liked about this one is that they didn't show uh, what i was gonna say is that you know how in other horror movies when you cut an appendage off or something off it's always cut off in like one clean swipe or right. something newsflash life and your body doesn't work that way if i were to try to cut tim's wrist off right now which maybe i should know please don't. it would take a lot of work it would be like little bits cut off so what i liked about this movie is that like like when they were pulling teeth remember yeah. like he kept trying to pull his tooth out and it wouldn't come out that's how real life would disgusting. go it's disgusting but it's realistic like yeah. it's excruciating that's the thing when she's trying to hack her friend's ankle at the ankle it's not one clean swipe. She has to keep hacking at it. Her friend's like screaming and, you know, I'm like, dying. I, if, and, if one of my friends started screaming, I would just stop. Well, no, I wouldn't be able to do it either. I mean, I, I, I mean, because I was looking at it from that point of view. I was like, could I do this? And I think that's the whole point of the movie. It's like, would, I think it should have become, would, could you do it? 
Well, I was going to say, like, at some point, I would just be like, just kill me. Like, I mean, but anyway, the ending, she's driving with her friend and it says to kill her. And her friend's like, and I love how her friend's like, yeah, just do it. Like, her friend was so easily willing to just give up her life or just do it. And she's like, no, I'm not giving you to the game, whatever. But then she puts on her seatbelt and just drives really fast and rams into a tree and then, like, the screen goes black, and right at the end, you just hear one voice take a deep breath and, like, wake up from whatever this crash was and go, <gasps> and then the credits roll. But we don't know who that is, right? We don't know which one it I is that, or what it's, happened. It's open to interpretation. And that's the thing. And I was like, and, but it ended, I will say it ended so abruptly, and I blame more sci-fi than the filmmakers for this, that, like, literally, like, I, I wanna, heard the I didn't breath. I not anymore. Oh, see, but I heard you watched an actual screening of it. Sci-fi goes right from that deep breath to the credits and like the next show. Oh. So like I was like, did that just end? Like it like struck me. So like a hamburger commercial. <laughs> to a hamburger. But I mean, so, <laughs> well, but here's my question for you. So who do you think survived? Or also just because you take a deep breath after a crash, you could be bleeding internally right, but you're and still dead. alive. I'm going to say the girl from Sharknado. I was going to say it too. Because I felt like it was her. Because here's the thing. She put her seatbelt on. Did you notice the other girl didn't well, put a seatbelt on? Well, and also the, she, the other girl, not considered a bad girl but at the beginning she did cheat oh. on her with her boyfriend. yeah the girl the friend so, who lasts till the end with sharknado girl um had that, cheated on her die. yeah had cheated on her with the boyfriend so obviously she was gonna die but again i just love how the dare says killer and the friend's like yeah just do it well i mean she got her leg <laughs> chopped off and i can't remember she her teeth were pulled out I one, want to yeah, say, one, was her earlobe cut off? Or was that no, the that was girl? Sharknado. That girl, oh. she did that so quickly. She's like, mm, I've done this Ew, before. But but when they were cutting off the elbow skin, like, that, was that took forever. Yeah, I love how the, whoever's listening who hasn't seen this is like, what the fuck I are know. they talking about? I hopefully, do yourself a favor, find the movie Truth or Dare, and if you're a horror fan, watch it. But I will say, as a warning... If you're squeamish, the last half hour is going to be very tough yeah. to watch. Like, like let's again, it's not sugarcoat. I loved the movie. Me too. If you don't like supernatural stuff or think supernatural stuff is hokey, well, then you're not going to believe it. But if you are okay with that, For you're going to love reason, this movie. I just took line and sinker. I just accepted yeah. it all. I was like, this is true. I think it's almost like when you have a supernatural aspect of a movie, like anything can happen. So like that's why, like when you were saying, like why didn't they leave the house? Well, supernatural uh, demon keeps them in, you know, right. which it did, but um. There was really no way. Oh, and by the way, we didn't even say who Heather Lang can play. She plays oh, Donna some, Boone. Well, I mean, but who? <laughs> I know. It's like, well, who the hell is Donna Boone? She offered everyone candy. It's true, and she was complaining about bad dreams with a guy with knives for fingers. No, oh. no. <laughs> Full circle. Locked. Locked. All locked. They, no one knows what you're talking. Nightmare about. on Elm Street. One reference. Sorry. Um, Heather Langham plays the only survivor from a truther game. Truth or game. game. <laughs> Truth or dare game. Similar to what happened like ye 20 years ago. All of her friends died and she was like severely burned because the final dare was hers and she had to pour acid over her face, which is always fun. I know. I was like, you know, and that's in the first two minutes of the movie. Um, <laughs> I was like, where can you go when someone pours acid on their face? Right after her friend jumped off or fell off of a building. Well, and he was supposed died. to jump off, but I think. Did he jump or did he? He like, tripped and then he fell that's and, right, and, and he died. died. But I mean, I you know who I feel that felt the worst for in Truth or Dare, and also because like I always is it weird that I always feel worse for like the cute guys who die because I'm you're into them. I'm into them and I want to have sex with them and then make them my boyfriends and yeah. But um, the blonde guy who's really really cute was because he shot took, himself. Yeah, because but he took they were had to one of the dares was Russian roulette for a couple rounds and another girl was going to do it and he took it for her to do it and of course it's the bullet. 
and just shot himself in the I know, head. I know, that was I a good one. Bad. I'm like, that was a good one. That was a good one. I thought the robbery one was interesting. Yeah. That was different because it took it. I know like the whole thing was to be scary. Like, okay, it's not going to just happen in the house. It's going to, it can happen anywhere. So that's really another thing. Yeah. And what, that, it. that's the thing. This movie does not take place in one night. Like the game starts. And when the first person dies, they're just like, okay, we're done. And they're able to get out of the house and they think the whole game is done, but the game. Fo- so it's not about the house that they're in. The game follows right. them to anywhere they are. It could are. be at a gas station. Or at Madagascar. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> What's is that Madagascar? a Disney movie? <laughs> it is at a <laughs> location. But yes. So anyway, Tim. So of those three movies. Yes. How would you rank them? Ooh, put Tim on the spot. <laughs> you like a grade? Like A, B, C, D? Yeah. And I know okay. you're going to be like A, A, and okay. A. Cold of Chucky, A+. Plus. <laughs> oh, wah, wah, wah. Uh, Gerald's game? Take whatever, Tim. It's like when you tell your age and you say, take whatever that age is no, and like no, add no, it no. by something. Okay. Take whatever Tim gives okay. and minus it by two grades. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, I liked, you know, here's the thing. I'm so entertained by everything. <laughs> you put something in front of me. I'm like, that was good. Yay. Give, Yay, Tim, a Rubik's cube. Give Tim a Rubik's cube. Yay. A plus. No. Oh, I could never do it. Oh, you're so, true. Side note. Okay. okay. Um, no. Okay. So to wrap this up, cause we are coming to an end. Um, I would say cult of Chucky, you know, it's, you, it's good. <laughs> Jennifer, it's no, great. Great. Okay. Oh my Let's God. say a I, B plus. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Gerald's game for the performances, a minus. Um, and uh, truth or dare, a. Okay, so now for the real ratings. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I would give, I would give Cult of Chucky a C minus, and I think that's actually not the worst. I mean, well, no. it is obviously it's not the worst. I'd give Cult of Chucky a C minus. Um, I would give Gerald's game a B. Because again, it like it teetered between genres, and there was a lot of good, but it was it was just and that voiceover takes it a grade down. Um, and I would give um, uh, what's it called a uh, truth or dare and a minus. And the only reason I would give it the minus um, is because of how gory it was. Because I'm not big into gory stuff. I think it was necessary for the movie, yeah. but like. You know, I think unfortunately people may say like, "Oh, it's too gory," and and give up, and it's like Saw, but don't give up on it because it no, was it was good. A, and was you know, good. I love Saw, and again, an A minus is a great grade. Like I'm no. just being, I mean, like there wouldn't be a huge amount of movies I give A's or A pluses to. So an A minus for an effing sci fi movie is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't even, I don't even know another sci fi movie that I've actually watched. I've watched all those Sharknados. That's your brave. I, I because the first one was so it's so hokey and campy that it's fun, but it it's gotten to I think now they had the fifth one. It's so bad that like it's almost it is unwatchable. I it's not almost Terry. unwatchable. Um. All right. So next time, hopefully, we're gonna um do Happy Death Day. Hey, yes, for all of you, it's coming out. Well, if this comes out Friday the thirteenth, yeah. but Friday the thirteenth, not yeah. only is big for horror fans, but considering it's in the month of October, that is a huge deal. And, yeah, and by the way, movie theaters that aren't showing Friday thirteenth, Bravo ArcLight, but I mean they are showing the first one. Good job. Yeah. But I mean, like other theaters around Los Angeles, please show Friday thirteenth all the time and show like multiple of them. I mean, if since there's ten. 
or 11, yeah. 10, 11. I mean, like, don't just show the... F- and also, obviously, the first one is a classic, but it's not like you can't show, like, part six and still please yes, people. Or, like, Jason part seven. Lives. My favorite part seven. Is it really? Oh, I've told you that a million times. Well, I was a thinking, million times. But, and then, what? what is, like, two and a half weeks after Friday the 13th? Halloween. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, real quick. We'll talk about that really quick. So, Matt, what did you hear <laughs> about the new Halloween? Oh, so this is... The, yeah, okay. But, see, this could be an entire... Okay, new okay. podcast but you i'll try what? to get yeah okay well, real quick they the latest news because we covered like jamie lee curtis returning to the halloween series in the last uh episode but um recent break is that she they're ignoring not only every sequel after two but every sequel after one which means she is not michael myers sister and, and i who did and, they cast as jamie lee curtis's daughter judy greer but the thing is is that like I, as a diehard Halloween fan, I think that was my trademark line from your last podcast. I think I repeated that over and over. As a diehard, no. Um, I hate that because the connection between Lori and Michael being his sister is iconic. It gives it more of like a motive and why he, it was so personal, why he targeted her so much. I know it's scarier without a motive, but like the fact that he was following specifically her and stalking her when they unveiled it, it was her sister. I thought that was really creative. So like ignoring that and making her no relation but 40 years later still invested is weird so i'm not happy with that tim i'm not i know well at least you know your series is making movies my friday 13th has been stuck since 2009 but don't just give it time i think you're right because i'm always been a halloween guy tim's been a friday the 13th guy but if the new halloween does well and it has to do well because it looks like it's going to be a pretty good story even without the sister thing and it's jamie lee curtis i think judy greer is the it's judy greer that's what got it yeah for me if it does well you can guarantee you they're going to go right into friday the 13th part 208 so i hope so all right you guys (laughs) you guys because you know there's more than one people all right all, all right you hundreds of people i know there's but jesus three isn't. people listening thank you for listening to matt and i ramble on a couch, couch. Um, oh thank good you tra- thank you thank good you. transition good um, okay thank you um if we don't talk to you happy halloween happy friday 13th happy death day and happy hard time, time. all right bye kids <laughs>